0: Oh. Hey, what's up, listeners? My name's Tyler, and you're listening to Horror's Home Podcast. Today, I'm going to do something a little different. Instead of going through the plot, I'm going to be doing a spoiler free episode for the new movie Megan. Gemma, a roboticist at a toy company, uses artificial intelligence to develop Megan short for Model 3, Generative Android, a lifelike doll programmed to be a child's greatest companion. After unexpectedly gaining custody of her niece, Katie, when the child's parents die in a car accident, Gemma enlists the help of the Megan prototype, a decision that has horrific consequences when the doll becomes self-aware and overprotective of Katie, leading her to kill anyone and anything that causes harm to the nine-year-old. I'm going to take a quick break and be right back to go into my review for Megan. Megan was directed by Gerard Johnstone and written by Akela Cooper and James Wan. Johnstone directed the 2014 horror film Housebound, which I watched that once years ago, probably on Netflix, and it was a good movie. I can't really remember much, but I remember liking it. Akela has already worked on numerous films such as Malignant, Hellfest, and the upcoming sequel to The Nun, which is set to release later this year. I love Malignant and I love Hellfest, so reading that after watching Megan was a Nice, reassuring sign for me. James Wan, of course, is known for starting the Saw, Insidious, and The Conjuring franchises, which I love all those as well, now with his own production company, Atomic Monster, which has been doing a lot in the previous year, and partnering with Jason Blum and Blumhouse. The film stars Allison Williams as Gemma and Violet McGraw as Katie, Gemma's niece, Many will recognize Allison from Get Out and The Perfection on Netflix. Megan's uh, appearance is a combination of a physical performance by Amy Donald, also using practical makeup and then digital visual effects, while the voice is done by Jenna Davis. I recall seeing the first look for Megan and James Wan's involvement, as well as some kind of quote that said like how Megan was going to be the new killer doll to compete with Chucky. Clearly, that's, like, an exaggerated statement. James Wan working on the film alone intrigued me. Plus, Megan does look creepy. The trailer came out, and I was like, okay, this could be something. To start out with the movie, like, the tone. It can be all over the place at times. It opens up with a silly scene mocking a toy commercial and then takes it to, like, the initial problem involving Katie and her parents dying. Follow that, we see, like, a kind of montage introducing Gemma's work where toys are made. Observed and interacted with by children and the workers there. First 10 minutes, a bit back and forth, almost going for comedic in some ways. Um, the toy commercial and the toy at the very beginning was for like a Furby knockoff, and it has all this like silly child kind of humor. Uh, the comedy kind of runs throughout the film, but in between, there's a lot of foreshadowing, a lot of tropes and cliches that you'd expect. The scenes' tones themselves depend, like, on the characters that are in them and their interactions with one another. Gemma is work-obsessed and detached from anyone else in the film, including Katie. She has her two work friends that she worked with, like, to make Megan, and that's pretty much it, but their friendships don't really dive too deep. Um, There's not really any danger, or at least it doesn't feel like there's danger whenever they're in a scene, by any means. Like, it doesn't feel like they're at risk Katie's character starts out very sad and quiet because she lost her parents but whenever Megan comes into the picture like she brightens up because she's getting all the attention and friendship that she's craving. Anytime that connection is at risk Katie flies off the handle and just becomes like a complete brat to whoever she's around just really unlikable and annoying but realistic. Megan who is probably my favorite character in the movie is constantly learning and adapting. At first she almost seems like innocent But they're small hints, which you'd expect. And of course, being an audience for a horror movie, you know that things are just going to go south. There are some cheesy moments in the movie and sometimes even like awkward or cringy moments. The worst part is there's at least three scenes where Megan is singing. But it is a PG-13 horror movie about a nine-year-old kid and her robotic doll. So those kinds of things are going to happen just to feed into like why she's befriending Katie that she's entertaining literally a nine-year-old then there were even a few moments where megan was like likable for what she does she was like supporting other characters i won't go into details but you'll know whenever you see that because even i watched an interview with uh, allison williams and she talked about how there are moments you do like katie i mean not katie megan <laughs> finally the most important part of her character megan's character is when she lets loose and her like horror side is in full effect It doesn't get too graphic, given that it's a PG-13 movie rating, but what is shown and then also the implications are enough to keep you reminded that you are watching a horror movie. If they would have taken it further and fully committed, I think the movie's reception might be a different story. Especially for myself, because I just love, like, gore and killer dolls. If you saw the Child's Play remake from 2019, then Megan will be an easy comparison. That story focused more on the son, Andy, needing a friend, Megan focuses on the relationship between her, uh, like, her and Katie, but honestly, a lot of the story, it seems like Gemma is definitely the main character, and her job plays a big role in the story and, like, where it goes. I think a big flaw with the movie, though, is that none of the characters are that likable. None are, like, that flushed out. There's not really big character arcs or anything like that. There's a small one for Gemma and Katie, I'd say, but... You could already guess what that is just by the typical movie dynamic. I like Megan for what she does as a horror character, but that's pretty much it. Gemma isn't relatable. Her relationship with Katie doesn't feel like there's any kind of investment between them or from the viewer standpoint. A lot of the foreshadowing almost felt unnecessary because they were all typical horror movie cliches and tropes to begin with, so you could already guess like where they were going to go. Regardless of these negatives, it's a killer doll movie, We need more well-budgeted killer doll movies, in my opinion. Maybe just with better characters and a story that has something more to offer than jump scares and tropes. I appreciate Megan's design, the way she moves and acts, the voice, and even her actions. The kills, even though I wish there were more of them. The cast does a great job. I don't think they're at fault at all. I think they all played their parts well. I think the biggest problem is the unoriginal premise that isn't judged, but... The story itself could have used better writing, in my opinion. It's nothing new, but if you go in with the right mindset, that is, again, a PG-13 killer doll movie, then I don't think you'd be disappointed. I'd give Megan a 2.5 out of 5 for being a well-made average horror movie. I love going to the theater to see horror movies, but maybe wait till crowds die down or until it's like on streaming to give it your attention. I had realistic expectations for Megan. I wanted a creepy doll movie, and that's what I got. What I didn't want was cheesy scenes of singing, a fake and forced relationship between an aunt and her niece, or a lack of horror movie violence on screen. There are some with the few kills in the movie, but I still just wished for more. So maybe one day there will be a sequel that could be less childish, maybe with an R rating and maybe like more intense kill scenes. I understand it's a doll for a child, but even child's play strayed away from children characters and went towards teenagers and then later on adults. They could even take the story into, like, a revenge plot or something. Megan's already making money at the box office and getting good critic reviews, so regardless of my average rating, I'm happy to see that it's doing well. Um, Universal has expressed doing like the interest in doing a sequel, so maybe in a year or two we will actually see that happen. I love killer doll movies like Annabelle, The Boy, or Dead Silence, so here's the hoping we see a trend in the return of good killer doll horror movies. That's all I have for this episode on Megan. If you've already seen the movie or have thoughts on how it looks, let me know on Instagram or Facebook at Horror's Home. Give me a like or a follow on there if you haven't already. Also a rating for my podcast, whether it be Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you're listening on. Everything helps me out to gain new listeners. Check out my previous episodes on Censor from 2021 or Halloween Ends from 2022. I've talked about my plans for this year for one soft film review per month. So my episode on the first Saw film should be out soon, so keep an eye out for that on the socials. Um, also, I just did an episode on Regression, the 2015 psychological mystery starring Ethan Hawke, and that should be out in the next week or two. Let me know what else you all want to hear. Till next time, my name is Tyler, and thanks again for listening. Horror is